But we gotta have... Are you recording currently? Yeah. Okay, we gotta have that, like, semi-improvised chatter before we go into the old... Oh, okay. yeah, what, what did you write down earlier? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Zach. And this is Dylan. And we are Some Nobodies, and you are now listening to The Podcast Podcast, a podcast about podcasts. Yeah, so uh, the idea behind the show, Zach and I will bring podcasts to the table every week. We will discuss them here for you and make recommendations as to whether you should listen to them or not. That's true. And from the ones we found, not many people listen to these, so we kind of want to highlight them a little bit. Yeah, we go for the ones that aren't in the top half of the chart as best we can, stuff that you kind of have to dig a little bit, or stuff that is recommended to us or asked to be reviewed. We're trying to go through as many as we can. That's true. And if you know us, we make a lot of podcasts, which is why we think we're the perfect ones to review some. I think we're up to 75 now. We are at 70... Hang on a second. Wait. 76 podcasts okay, as of right yeah, now. As of right now. I just made that one. Perfect. The Kevin Smith one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we collaborate a bunch and we... Uh, not collaborate a bunch. We get a bunch together and we talk about them and I make Dylan listen to some weird ones. Yeah. So, which ones we got today? All right. Uh, so, to start off, this one was a request? Yeah. I believe, yeah, sent to you. Uh, it's called The GMTA. It is a sports discussion podcast between two fellas from Britain or Australia. Yeah. The the map they have on their website has some very British-looking names. I was like, Wembley. I don't, I don't know where this is. I don't know where Wembley is. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I am not a sports person. I am not a sports person. So the fact that we had to listen to this and review it is interesting. Now, uh, we actually get requests for a lot of sports podcasts, and we usually just don't listen to them because we're not sports fans. So why did you have me listen to this one, Zach? I... I honestly didn't know this was a sports one because it was GMTA and the way it was marketed, I didn't realize it was. Also, can't find what GMTA stands for. That's why I sent it to you. I could not find out what this stands for. All right, so I listened to the episode Sports and Politics, and that's what this clip is going to be from. Yep. So, Zola Bud, she she did indeed um, attend the Olympic Games in 1984. And subsequently, everybody that was alive who saw that, it was it was a global story. Um, she had a particular running style. Not barefooted. Unlike, yes, barefooted. Ah, oh, that yeah, that yeah, that's key. Barefoot on a, on a, on an athletics track, a modern one. Yeah. Ouch. Um, yeah, ouch, yeah, but uh, she was used to it. Um, she had a, a very distinct running style, wide um, elbow, high elbow carriage, and quite a, a high kickback. I listened to this in my car Yeah. as the sky turned orange and the ash was falling. And you might think that's a joke at home, but Colorado is on fire. If, and that, was, it, if that was a joke, that was a bad joke. It literally happened over the course of about 30 minutes. Um, yeah, it is terrifying out there. It's, if, it's if you're rough. listening to this, check in on Colorado. The fires in the mountains are out of control. It's a little, a little weird. Um, but I was listening to this in my car, and it's been a long day already. And, um, you know, they seem to know what they're talking about, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. They are very articulate. Yep. Their podcast sounds good. I almost fell asleep because of the content, and that's that's purely me. If you're into sports, they probably will have something for you to listen to. Um, the politics episode actually touched on a lot of how sports was important during the Cold War in kind of warming things up a little bit between the U.S. and the USSR. Mm-hmm. They talk a little bit about various other sports-centric po- uh, political events, but at the end of the day... Sports is just in one ear out the other for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is odd to listen to people talk about sports. For me, I'm not a sports fan. I'm not someone to, like, take on records or, like, know stats about that kind of thing. And I had listened to this this clip three times to 
understand what sport they were talking about. The first time it washed over me, and when it was over, I was like, oh, I don't know if I listened to that. There was a bit about <laughs> a track runner. Yeah. And I think basketball. You can see already, it has completely fled my mind. I swear I thought it was soccer. I think you're right. I think it is basketball. They call it, they, do, they are not from America, so they do call soccer football in this podcast. So yeah. I do adjust to that. But I also don't like football. American football is terrible. I don't like that. No, it's awful. Do not like it. Um, soccer's fine. Yeah. If I have to watch something, I'll go watch soccer. Yeah, or badminton. Or hockey. Yeah. Dodgeball. Badminton. Robo Wars. Yeah, obviously. It's back. <laughs> and it's better back. than ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I guess if you're into sports, I would recommend this because it is not them talking about the game. It's not yeah. them talking about recent sporting stuff. All their episodes are about politics and sports, what happens when you become a role model through sports, um, injuries in sports, and they have a little warning on that one that might be difficult to get through. I didn't listen to anything else by them because yeah. they are about an hour to an hour and a half long. Yeah, I did like that it wasn't just two people watching a sporting event and then complaining about how refs are bad. They actually are knowledgeable. They know a lot about the, the, the thing you're talking about. Um, just not for me. No, not for me either, but if you're into sports, give it a listen. You might get something from it. Now, here comes a segue. Something I'm super into. Yeah. So, I found this one. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm into weird yep. hobbies. And obviously the name caught me. Oh, I listened to this one, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you think that this podcast, based on the name, was about something different? No. Okay. I think I figured when you sent me to the, when yeah. you sent me this, I'm, I look at the title and I go, well, Zach found one. Yep. Uh, this one's called Booger Battle, and I'm going to play the clip. No, I've, I've been like doing a lot of research into the legality of this, okay. and I just wanted them for my own personal reasons have hit so many roadblocks and I can see across the board like you can honestly acquire almost any other bodily fluid tissue etc the one thing that's very difficult to acquire would be snot or boogers people just don't collect them the same way I am the market and I am being roadblocked so yeah she is taking on a fight with government really about the right to access other people's boogers. I... It's straight art. I don't... I don't know that I have anything to add to this. <laughs> if somebody, I think you might have stumped me on this one. If somebody were to ask you if they could have your booger, what would you say? $5 cash for each sample. $5 per booger? Per sample. What? Whatever whatever goes onto the Kleenex, $5. So whatever you can scoop out of there mm-hmm. is $5. No, I provide it to them. They don't touch my nose. Yeah, you got to scoop it. Yeah. And whatever you pull out is $5. Yep. But you would give it. If someone actually approached me on the street and so asked... How much for one booger? Do they provide me with the Kleenex? No. I have to provide my own Kleenex? Then it's $5 I plus the cost of the I Kleenex. I don't want the Kleenex. I just want the booger. What, what, what vessel am I transporting the booger to? My hand. I'm not. I'm, I'm buying it. My boogers are exclusively Kleenex contained. Oh, you're such a brand person. It's a genericized trademark at this point. <laughs> That's fair. It's the first example. I think I'm. I haven't looked in a long time. It's one of the first examples on the Wikipedia page. That Q-tip dumpster. Windex. Yeah, I think Windex is one. Yeah. Dumpster's one, which I didn't know until. Oh, recently. dumpster's a brand name. Dumpster is a brand name. Huh. Yeah. So I guess we owe them money for using it. So I wonder um, if I wonder if dumpster fire was like a specific event, or if it was just my ex girlfriend. No, I'm gonna cut that out. Anyway, booger I battle. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll commiserate. We've all had that. Anyway, booger battle. I 
one woman's just fierce battle to just have the right to obtain these. That's I'm not it. into it. That's fine. You don't have to be. No, I know. Well, which one did you bring? All right. So this is called We All Puzzle. And you know I like my board games. You know you, I like my tabletop stuff. You like puzzles. I do. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends on the puzzle. Yeah. This podcast is... Let's play the clip first. You got it. The... Look at the flowers. That's red. You're trying to fit it with blue. Just... No, but you can mix it up. Puzzle one. But first, we need to change the colors. Change the colors for what? How do you change the colors of a puzzle? I got markers here. (laughs) I just flipped it upside down and did it from the cardboard side. I got a bunch of Elmer's glue here. We're we're not even one episode in and this is already threatening. Have you guys tried eating this glue? What even is this picture? We need to discover. That's the point. How, how often do you put puzzles together with your family, Zach? Actually, once every two weeks. Me and really? Su- me and Susie don't do a puzzle. Oh, yeah. cool. If you look yeah. around, you see puzzles everywhere. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't see any, actually. No, look over there. Oh, yeah, on the floor. Yeah, there's a Star oh, Wars I mean, one. There's a, there's a bunch of puzzles. There's a Star Wars one. There's, there's another Star there's Wars two, one. There's a bunch of Star there's Wars There's a Batman ones. one. There's, there's this, another Star Wars. Look at this. Jeez. Lost in a Jigsaw. That's like a puzzle that is a murder mystery. I, I, that's like, kind of cool. Yeah, that's actually very. But cool. yeah, no, I like board games, and I saw this one, and I'm like, eh, you know, maybe they, maybe it's like puzzle reviews. Yeah. No, it's audio of a family putting a puzzle together. Yeah, I really thought it was gonna be riddles. It, it reminds me of um, what was the one with the roller coaster? Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, uh, rails, ride rails. Ride rails. It yeah. reminds me of that one because it's just audio of something that people experience visually and yeah. tact, tactfully, tactfully, yeah. tactfully. It, they're not very tactful. No, it's not very tactile you know, because it's audio. But they're no, but it's puzzles are something people experience oh, on the a tactile yeah, level. True. So putting it into podcasts is a weird idea. It is. They are really heavily sponsored. Yeah, they. <laughs> Scholastic books. Yeah, Scholastic back from the dead to help these folks out with puzzles. I mean, very clearly not dead now. Unless no, they're in a puzzle know, game. I don't know when this particular episode was released. But Today. What? Wait, ours? Not ours. No, oh. the puzzle episode. <laughs> <laughs> puzzle. We all puzzling. Um, I don't know that I can recommend this one either. I don't think these guys like puzzles. It doesn't sound like they're having a good time. It I sounds wonder, like they want to cheat. I wonder if that's more them and the puzzle or their presence around each other. I. It doesn't feel like it's necessary. No. There's nothing... They don't have a discussion. If I, I could understand this existing, like I've said before... Having a backdrop for a podcast of something mundane, such as driving across the country, mm-hmm. reading your dad's Facebook posts, doing puzzles, there's a place for that if you form it around something that is worth listening to. Yeah. But collected audio of a family assembly in a jigsaw puzzle, I imagine it's only for people who like are like cats and want the TV on when their owner's gone. Yeah, it just kind of sounds like my family at Thanksgiving. They're just fighting over something that nobody really wants to do. And you don't have a visual reference. I, I don't recommend this one. Nope, me neither. Yeah. Wouldn't listen to it, wouldn't look right. for it. That's it. All right, Zach, you brought something that's a little more uh, germane to your interests. Oh, yeah. At, um, least a, at least a first glance from the title. Yeah. I'm a collector of many things. Uh, my daughter is a fan of crystals and tarot cards and just cosmic anything. And I came across this hippie one. Hippie nonsense. Some hippie nonsense. It's fine. It's, it is fun. I have no I have no problem with that. I have a problem with some of the smells. That's it. Patchouli is not my thing. Patchouli. I hate it. Yeah. 
But I did find this one. Uh, it's called Ace of Buds, and the logo was tarot-themed, so I checked it out. My first thought was that it was a band that you had finally found music you liked, and it was a weed-focused Ace of Bass cover band. Oh. I saw the signs, and it opened up my eyes. weed-focused Ace of Bass cover band. Yeah, that Ace is, of Buds. Ace of Buds. Okay. I, honestly, I wish that's what it was, yeah. but I'll play this clip okay. for you. Hey, welcome back to Ace of Buds, where we talk about hippie stuff and tarot cards. I just pulled out the sun rising in the moon, 69. Pretty sweet, that means that I've got a lot of special ladies coming my way. So we got a caller on the line. You want to see what your tarot card's going to be? Um, yeah. Cool. You pulled the Empress. Oh, cool. All right, next caller. You want to see what your tarot card's going to be? All right, you got the star. Moving on. Next caller, you want to see what your card's going to be? Uh, yes. Too bad, I ran out of cards. Thank you. I smelled the kind, and it opened up my eyes. <laughs> are you writing this song as we're talking? Kind of. Oh, that's great. These are rapid-fire tarot readings. Yeah, I didn't know He doesn't deliver the result. No, he reads you, one card per person, which I didn't think... For tarot? I think you get resolved. You have to like read a magazine or something? No. There's no magazine for tarot people? I don't think so. Not with the advent of websites. I mean, it could be a collector hobbyist thing. Wait, you think that you get like a tarot reading and look in a magazine to like decipher? They it? don't send. It's not like a. It's not like a decoder ring where they send out the code every week and it's like, oh, I drew the Emperor of Swords. That means this week that I have to renew my subscription before the next issue. I mean, maybe that's what he's doing. I mean, that's not what I thought that tarot readings were. I mean, I don't know. It seems more like a sit-down thing with multiple cards, but he's doing it Flash style. Tarot, tarot reading, like tarot reading, like acting in Sharknado. Is Ta he tarot reading? Tarot reading, like tarot read. Oh god. <laughs> <It> sounds... <laughs> tarot reading, the only way to 100% get an STD. Oh <laughs> hey. She's fine. No, she's fine. So, she's Ace fine. of Buds, uh, super fast, rapid fire horoscope I, readings. I think. I wonder if there's a companion thing to this. Like yeah. you have to go, like you have to go watch his YouTube channel or something. I think you need to see something because he's taking calls, but he's very clearly like doing stuff. You can yeah. hear the cards hit the table. Well, I just found him on Anchor, so I know he's doing live mm. things. So I guess he does these okay. multiple times a day. All right. Must get through a lot. Of Either them. way, if you're into rapid fire tarot readings or the possibility of knowing a future. I guess, yeah, but you don't know because he doesn't tell anybody what actually happens. He or, just tells them the card, and does he leave it up to them? Maybe it's like a stoner comedy that I just don't get. It could be fictional. It's, I mean, those aren't real cards. What? The Sun Over the Moon 69? That's not a real card. Can you make your own tarot decks? Sure, if you have scissors. Well, right, so who's to say it's not a real card if you can, you can make your own? But if he made it, it's not a real card. Like... There are isn't tarot cards. Isn't tarot all about like imbuing it with your intent and then allowing that to affect reality? It's imbuing the deck of cards with intent. Right, sure. so if you have a deck of cards you made yourself and you imbue it with intent, doesn't that make it a real card? Yeah, but you just can't take a regular deck of cards and then do something and say, now these are tarot cards. But the moon over the sun 69 is not a regular card either. Exactly, it's not a real card. I feel like we're just going in circles here. Well, you actually disagree with me, so... <sighs> Alright. What do you got next? Uh... <laughs> you know... Every once in a while, we go down those Google search holes. Yeah. And on occasion, we discover bits of our anatomy that we were not aware of. Yeah. This is a two-episode podcast. Just two. It was up last updated three years ago. Yep. 
prior to that, the episode episode two was released three years ago. Mm-hmm. Episode one was released approximately three years and two weeks ago. And a lot longer. And it's a lot longer. Yeah. This is called the Grundle Bungle. Grundle Bungle. And here's a clip from the second and final episode. Yeah. Further and further and further. We kept zooming out and uh, I guess, uh, you know, sometimes you can't unsee things. You can't unknow things. Well, Grundles, man, they're real. They're fucking real, man. They're real. Don't look at them. You can't look at them because I've seen the Grundles and the, uh, do I have one? I'm afraid to look, but I think I might have one too. So, um, <laughs> as you can guess, <laughs> we've all had those projects that we've terminated early due to accidents, due to just not feeling it, due to realizing or just up longevity. Like this will not last. Yeah, and I guess if you're when you are setting out to discover a piece of your anatomy based on a name that is more popular on Urban Dictionary than in medical use. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the perineum is the technical term, if you didn't know that. I did. Yeah. Um, I did, too, after listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, he taught me so a couple things. Yeah. Grundle Bungle is two guys who initially set out to determine what the term was. Mm-hmm. And I guess they had not expected it to go so long. Because the first episode is about half an hour. They set up what they're going to do. Second episode is about 15 minutes. Yep. And they react with horror. Which I think is a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. No. It's just some skin. It's some skin between, you know, some delicate parts. Yeah. My friends used to call it the ABC. Yeah, I, I know I know what that stands <laughs> for. Yeah. yeah. No, the first time I learned of the word was uh, Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty clear about what it actually is. But they go on this journey of self-discovery, and if you know what's coming, there's a certain looming apprehension over the first episode. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's only 45 minutes, so you're not losing much if you listen to both of them. Yeah, it's like the most undervalued documentary you could listen to. It's... I, I hope they went on to do something authentic. I think a shower was next. Probably. <laughs> he seemed terrified yeah. when we found. Alright, uh, next one is up. You want to introduce this one? Yeah. But because I'm from Delaware, there and there's like two malls in Delaware. And the Christiana Mall is actually a very popular mall because Delaware, which a lot of people maybe do know or don't, is tax-free shopping. So we'd have a lot of buses from states and states around that would go to Christiana Mall. So I would hang out at the mall a lot. I was a real mall rat. As you know, I'm a Kevin Smith fan also. Mm -hmm. So as we're hanging out at the mall, we would constantly see little kiosks and desks set up. So when I come across this one, seeing that Delaware Air National Guard, dang, was in the synopsis, I was like, oh, I'm curious what this is. So this is called Mall Brats. Yeah. Might as well just play the clip. Education, there's no danger. Who's attacking us? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, baby! Oh, baby, nice shorts. 17 for $4. Look, man, you really want to impress that lady friend of yours. Come on down. Hey, oh, hey, not necessary, man. Not necessary. That was hurting you. Come on down, man. Join Nashville. Oh. Uh, you look like you have been in the National Guard based on your physical appearance. We don't we don't work anybody that way. <laughs> Look, man, you can't tell me where to be. I'm part of the National Guard. I wonder if the military signed off on this. I don't think so. I don't think they did. He's not sponsored. Does he... I haven't listened... I didn't listen to the episode. Yeah. Does he ever identify himself? He says his name. 
And he's very clear huh. that he's with the National Guard. Interesting. But pretty much it's just him sitting in a mall and the trials and tribulations that a mall table worker has to go through. You can hear it. He yeah. just getting cussed at. You can hear that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't remember ever seeing them in a mall in Ohio, but we used to have army guys come to our high school and they would set up a table near the cafeteria and it's like, hey, if you can do 20 push-ups, we'll give you a hat. Of course, everybody did the push-ups because they got a free hat. Yeah, free hat. Uh, and then, I don't know. What did you do with the hat? I never did push-ups. <laughs> I was raised in a pacifist, like, I was raised in a Mennonite household, pacifism, like, if my if I came home with an army hat, my parents would ask me some real serious, like, questions about my motivation. Or hats. Or hats. I don't think my parent. my dad wears hats sometimes. My mom wears hats sometimes. I don't. No? I've never Not seen really. a hat. I, don't think. I have one, I have, like, a winter, like, knit cap, and I have a Stormy Cromer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can see me wearing that in the Simon Vanderbland videos as a prequel to Silicon Angels, our sci-fi oh, yeah. comedy series. If you know Simon Vanderbland, then you know Dylan's hat. Yes. <laughs> Singular. So, Mallbrats, uh, it's fine if you like hearing someone get abused and yelled at. I'm wondering if this is fictional, because it seems like they are setting up some storylines. Yeah, there's a couple I read of reoccurring... This in, I didn't listen to the episode, but I... Um, read the synopses, yeah. and some of the later episodes reference stuff that happened earlier on, and it feels too put together to be organic. Well, that's that's interesting. I mean, I hope that's true. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because, like, just a guy who's trying to recruit people in you a mall steal is that boring. idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah write that down. Right. Okay, we now currently have 74 podcasts. All right, so. look at us go. All right, and the final one today. Final one. So we here at Some Nobodies like to uh, write and perform scripts whether improvised or not so I was looking through the um, just the th I don't know what the actual category is called anymore it was just like the movie and play stuff yeah and this one is called line line just L line. It's line. One, it's line line with a question mark and an exclamation point so it's inquisitive yes but demanding and yeah. aggressive <laughs> and it's recorded audio from a playwright or director from like a small town performing house. Yeah, apparently he writes his own one man play. Yeah. And then puts it on in the town. Yeah. Uh, so let's listen to this. Okay. Mother, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Cut, cut, cut. Was that okay? Was that okay? Mother, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Is exactly how you sounded. Like, I'm disgusted. It's if you want to be me, and you begged to play this role, because you knew that you could do it. Wait. Mother! I'm sorry! I didn't mean to. Weren't you nine? He strikes me as a real diva. He sounds like a real B-word. He, he's kind of a... yeah. Um, but I guess if it's if it's your story... He's a real Brian Blessed. You're, I don't get that reference. Really? Oh, he's a British dude with a big voice. He was a uh, leader of the Hawkmen in Flash Gordon. Oh, okay. Oh, my yeah. Hawkmen! Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was him. I thought that was Queen. Queen did the soundtrack. I'm See? pretty sure Queen died, though. All of them? There's more than one? God saved the Queen. I know that. Who? God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of liked this one. I listened to this one. I listened to the next one. Yeah. Um, he's not performing his own one-man play. No, he actually has a, a rotating cast of people. Which, so they say that every idea has been done already. 
Yeah, John Lennon said that. No, I, I always assumed that the idea behind a one-man play was that you write from your own experience and then you perform it yourself and you, you do the entire thing by yourself. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong in that assumption? Yeah. I am. Oh, yeah. For real. This is not you doing a bit for the, for the sake of the audience. No, I mean, you can write a one-man play and anyone can perform I, I it. I guess. I guess I always assumed they were supposed to be very autobiographical or memoirs. But just because you can write something that is about your life doesn't mean that you can perform it. Not every writer I only ever it. write stuff that I've experienced and then only ever perform stuff that I've written. That's not true. I think my record speaks for itself. Well, I've actually... We've recorded a full season of something that you've written and have not performed yourself. I don't yourself. think that's right. Silicon Angels. What? Line? Line. Line. Line? Um, Line? He he seems like a real prima donna. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't looked up the actual play that they're doing. No. Um, but the next episode, they go a little more in-depth into like the method of it, and they go out and they do a little bit of street performance just to get them in the mood for it. And it's a, kind of an interesting look into the process. Yeah, apparently it's an existential look at his and his mother's experience during one Black Friday one what, year. What's it called? The play. Lying? No, the play, not the podcast. Black Friday. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I thought it was some, about That's something fine. else, but... Isn't that a U2 song? No. Oh. That's Bloody Sunday. Oh. My bad. I thought you were talking about just that Friday song by Rebecca Black. Black's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, line is good. Um, check it out. Yeah, it, it, it's got an honest it's, recommendation it's from me. Um, yeah. I I don't know that I can recommend supporting the guy behind it, but he doesn't seem terribly abusive. He just seems very particular about his vision, and yeah. I can respect that. He's passionate. We've oh. had to we've had really had to lay into our voice actors when they do something wrong. Yeah, we fired that one. Mm -hmm. But that mistake will never. Am be I thinking of the same one? I don't think so. How many people will be fired now? Well, two. Okay. I'm thinking of the other one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we have this week, Zach, right? That's it, man. We went, through, seven. we went through it in order. That was all seven. All that right. was in order. Look at us, you, counting correctly. You did a good job. You brought some you really did, weird you ones You did, in. too. Um, I don't know that I'm ever going to be okay after Booger Battle. It's weird. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to look into this. I'm, I'm going to support this cause. I'm not going to stop you. Speak I can't if I wanted to. Speaking of supporting causes. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. We are some nobodies. My name is Dylan. That's Zach. We have a Patreon. We do. You can go support our Patreon and support us to do more stuff like this. Yeah. To do more stuff like Silicon Angels. We've talked about it. Uh, Talking Upstream is our TV show. Airs every Sunday, 2.30 Mountain Time, 4.30 Eastern Time, where we bring undeveloped ideas to a whiteboard and develop them. We also have a review show where we are discussing HBO's Lovecraft Country. It's very good so far. Yeah, I'm, the show I'm, and the podcast. I'm loving the show. It's very good. Yeah, uh, we are. We have some more ideas in the pipe. Uh, Kevin Smith review series. Uh, look out for some more fictionalized serial dramas. Mm -hmm. That's coming up whenever we get around to it. Yeah, we've got a fair amount of stuff we're focusing. We have on a right lot now. of things. If you watch Talking Up Stream, you can see that we're creating stuff weekly now pretty constantly. much effectively every week we're creating at least something we can make at ideally and that's in addition to things we're already making so we really appreciate every single one of you including our patreon members scott curtis sarah tkachik <laughs> i'm so glad you get that one. Ah, oh, got it i was uh, practicing at work today and tanya sheck thank you guys very much and also a quick shout out to terrapin care station uh for sponsoring everything that we do and jared gleason for writing the music you hear in the background and in most of our stuff and you for listening yeah you're fine we like you you're fine you know what i mean bye hey there bye <laughs> <laughs> hey there how you doing how you doing